Welcome back to the NY Patriot Show. This week we are uh, continuing our Planetary Magic series, a uh, fun series. I think it's going to be a really good one. Uh, I thought the last one was great. I had a lot of fun with this guy, and I think that we just had a good chat. And I think there was a plethora of information in there for people to, you know, to get something out of. And uh, I can't be any more happy to be doing this one. Um, today we got back Louie from Uncanny Mystic Minds Podcast. Louie, do you want to let everybody know where they can find your stuff and say what's up or whatever? <laughs> hey, what's up, everyone? It's me, Louie, from Uncanny Mystic Minds. Uh, thanks for having me, bro. Yeah, I appreciate it. I'm ready for round two. Uh, Fuck yeah. Yeah, because I... That shit was fun last time. We were <laughs> it was off a little bit and talking about Rocky and God knows where where else we yeah, went. Yeah, that but, was uh, wild. Yes. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, um, pretty much, you guys can uh, find the podcast on all on all regular platforms. Uncanny Mystic Minds and um, my IG is the same. And uh, you can email me at the same pretty much uh, Uncanny Mystic Minds, uh, not podcast, just Uncanny Mystic Minds at Gmail. Very nice. And I will have uh, all your links in the bottom in the show notes as well, anyway. So, uh, last, uh, last show, uh, all we did was cover, uh, cover Jupiter and what was the, uh, Jupiter and Mars? Was that it or, or am I wrong? Yeah, we started with Mars, uh, and then, yeah, yeah we then started we with Jupiter. Mars down on the bottom and then, and then to orange to, uh, Jupiter. That's right. And yeah. then today, now we'll be continuing with the sun first, you said, correct, sir? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we want to talk about the sun. Well, talk about the sun first. All right, sounds good. So uh, I'll let you yeah, kick it so, off. Um, <laughs> yeah, so pretty much the third, because uh, we're going in row like for this for this uh, show, we're we're basically going in terms of the orders of the chakra from the bottom yes. to the top. Yes. So now we're going to be at the third. So it's like the solar plexus. It's like right here, right? And um, so solar plexus the base of that word is soul, right? <laughs> and so it kind of makes sense that like Spanish uh, soul is sun. And then, so it's, um, yeah, so it's tied to that. That's, that's kind of how you see a tie with that too. And um, then there used to be even like so, workout equipment called solar plexus back in the day. It was called something. Uh, it was very close to that. <laughs> yeah, I remember right? that. Cause you used to see like the little, uh, like the TV commercials for this thing. It was called, it like rhymed with that for sure. It was very close to that. It, I think it ended with that. Yeah, I'm just not sure of the beginning. Yeah, I, I remember that seeing that little uh, infomercial. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. something close yeah, because, to it. Yeah, because it's all about like like the vibe for that one is like the empowerment because whenever like it's like your it's like the top of your core, right? And so that's like where you want to be if you are going to be hard somewhere. It's like right there. It's like that sternomy upper core area because that's where. A lot of your posture, that, that's why people who don't have that empowerment feeling, their posture is going to be like dug in and like uh, kind of like weaker. And so you, you don't feel mm. your empowerment. Yeah. As opposed to when you get lower, like the breathing's a lot more important. But over here, it's like you want to make sure you have like that. There's like a certain hardness in a way. Uh, and then so that's where you get like that confidence. It's like empowerment of confidence of like, I can do this. Like, yes, it's kind of like that kind of vibe. And then of that, like, and that, uh, that, like, I did it. It's like, it's all about, like, I, I, yes. Did it. They even, yeah. uh, I think almost, uh, if I remember correctly, I even think when it comes down to like planetary magic with the sun, uh, f 
I think it can be even used to be like a kind of like saying I want to be king of my own domain as well, too. Yeah, it's like a lot of rulership, you know, because the the glyph for this, it's it's like it's really easy. It's like a circle and then with a dot <laughs> on the inside is centered in the middle. So it it like that little dot is like you're the sun and everything revolves around you. You know what I mean? And then you're like the center of the universe, just how yeah, so the center of in, everything. The, in the cosmos, everything revolves around the sun. So that's why it has like that, that majestic feeling of like, like I'm, I'm the biggest one. Like I'm the main one. I'm, I'm like the big show. Yeah. And, uh, it's kind of like the opposite of, um, it's, you know, it's pretty much like the opposite of nothing. It's like the everything. It's like mm-hmm. everything all in one. Yeah. yeah even so on the tree of life, like, well, it's like, that's like the middle sphere. It's like the balance of all of them, you know? So even when it comes to Kabbalah, it's kind of like, you know, a mixture of everything and balanced. Yeah. It's like super, it's like super centered. And then, and then that's how you feel like you're the epitome of everything. You know what I mean? That's like how, like the, that's like where the regal vibe comes from too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I'm the, I'm everything. Everything revolves around me. You know. I even think that's why uh, I've seen, you know, you'll see a lot, or I've seen a lot. I forgot the name of what you'd call them. It's almost like a uh, like a shield or whatever, that, like families will have their names on and stuff, all, those, all that oh. shit. Um, sometimes you'll see horses or sometimes you'll see lions, and I think they both kind of represent, you know, I think the lion is like definitely representing the sun in a sense. For sure. Yeah, it's the... Um, or the beast. It's like that fire. Yeah, it's like that fire energy. And then... Um, like in terms of like astrology, like, like say we're at the bar and uh, a Leo is that guy who's the magnetic attractor. He's like, imagine there's like 20 people in that bar that he's like the one in the middle of the bar. And then he's like, like a lot of, he's like centered, like all eyes like are almost on him. Pretty yeah. Everybody's much. paying attention to him. Everybody's yeah, listening to like him. Like the yeah. magnetism. And then what's funny is that they don't necessarily because they feel like they're everything, they don't necessarily have to be doing anything. They're just like in it like that. Like other people bring different things to the table, but what they like to almost do nothing and just kind of stand there and take it like, and just kind of have it be as is, you know. It's uh, almost like from the vibe that they just give off to begin with. Yeah. Um, I also tie this to like the, uh, the I am. And so that's why they just like, I am, you know what I mean? That's like, Mm. like the focal point. And then, um, so I, it's like, it's a glyph of an I and the M it's tied to ambition in terms of like the, the initial lower chakras of the flame, like red, orange, yellow, how it makes a flame. This one is the ambition in terms of like the drive. Yeah. Like we covered earlier that Mars is like the ignition, the ignition of the willpower of the drive. And then the orange, the uh, Jupiter is like the expansion, the culmination but you need the ambition in the middle of that to like temper, to temper all of that flame. Yeah. So it's like the, I am like ambition. Yeah. That's also tied with that. Have you ever, uh, noticed like, um, I guess, uh, I, I know there is a band. I think I could be wrong. It might be orbital that has it. And it's just called the girl with the sun in her eyes. But have you ever like seen that before? Like even like people's eyes look like they have the sun in them and shit like that. Because I have seen that in, in some no. stuff. I've even seen it with, like, the B-52s and shit like that. Like, kind of, like, uh, 
almost like showing like glowing eyes as if it's the sun coming out of their eyes. And I, I think that it kind of has to go oh, back with like something. Golden, with, like golden. Yes. Yeah. I really think that has something yeah, like you just said, the yeah, I and then yeah. the M. I, I really do think that is kind of showing oh, that in a sense. Cool. Like um, we um, like Reiki wasn't a part of this. This was more like planet and chakra ish uh, in terms of this show. But um, in terms of Reiki, I'll tell you real quick that the initial places of where you'll have your Reiki is obviously first it's like uh, the hands are initial, right? That's why they call it like hand healing, right? Or something like that. And if you get like your, uh, your ring finger and you go like this, see like this little, Mm -hmm. this little focal point, this is where the Reiki emanates from. Like that's where like where the focus, like you can move your hand to make it bigger, but that's where the focal point is right there. And then the other one, like once you like typically people who have done it for a long time kind of do this or feel it, but you can also from your mouth and also from your eyes, you can use Reiki uh, uh, to export like that. And then when I think about Reiki, cause I, I practice it. Um, I think of like pretty much for me, I think about like gold. <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure if that's what I was taught, but that's just kind of what I've done for the kind of for a, a long time. So I think about like gold, like to me, Reiki is like gold. And then that happens to be, the metal of the sun, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And then it's like gold well, I, is super prized here. Yeah. I know. Uh, I think I'll show it when I show, show some of the stuff I have. Uh, when it comes to planetary magic, I think also like Raphael can be associated with uh, the sun a lot when it comes to planetary magic because of his healing effects. Yeah. Because Even of like, um, it's supposed to be like, uh, kind of represents like better health or just you know overall just doing well and i, I think Raphael has been known uh in the one book i had i think the way they explained it why he's associated with it is because he did have like some sort of ointment or healing shit with him at one point in the bible so i guess he was known for healing or having something that could heal so yeah no that's that's for sure um i guess initially uh I, I learned that it was Michael, but then I also heard that it was Raphael. So now you just broke that yeah. one down. Yeah. So thank you. Um, oh yeah. That's, then, that's another thing too. Like uh, when it comes to that's like I was saying to you earlier about like the Kabbalah, they, they can be very close to each other, but for some reason, I think when you start getting into the Kabbalah and planetary magic, those two do switch. I think Michael and Raphael don't actually line up the same way. So. Mm-hmm. I think there could be uh, certain characteristics about them that can easily get interchanged. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we'll kind of break that down. We can always use like the people at the bar. I like using that scenario. I thought that was good, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's funny. So before I talk about that bar thing, uh, just how you were saying the healing powers in my notes, uh, I have spiritual powers and healing that the sun is tied to. So see, mm-hmm. we're on the same page. It's like spiritual powers, like kind of like, like, you know, like Reiki or something and healing. And, uh, and we've all heard of like sun gazing. Right. Uh, yes. And then, so uh, with me, I guess what I've, my experiences that I've liked from my experiments is that I like the one in the, in the evening, like when it's, when it's coming down and say, I'll be at a park or something. And I'm looking at the trees and through the trees, you see the sun and then the sun's popping out through the trees, like in just the right way where it's like you, you see the rays really good. Yeah, yeah it almost just looks like lines through the yeah, through the air, right? Wild and shit. I'll try to, yeah, and I'll try to get in that and then I'll use I'll you know, sun gaze. And what I do is like I try to like, um, you know, when you're a little kid and you have like a magnifying glass. 
and then you're trying to yes. kill ants. <laughs> and then in order to get just that pure hot burning laser ray, you have to like kind of figure it out and kind of find out how to how to manipulate that that glass. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what that same manipulating and moving is what I do with my eyes and focusing. And then so then I try to and then I get those beams like right in my eyes to the point where I feel it in my soul, you know, like oh, my wow. solar plexus or just my soul, right? And then um after doing that you i don't know i i feel physically different um and then i also get like uh a lot of like mental clarity um and i can feel like the sun's talking to me or like the universe is talking to me and then so that's that's something that you could do with sun gazing or at least that i've i've uh, experimented with yeah so it's healing for sure Um, that's wild the sun gazing thing yeah 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 that's the best way i could describe it it's like when you're killing ants as a little kid with that little magnifying yeah yeah yeah. i know what you're getting that except with the sun in your eyes and then um and you just i don't know you just let it soak in i feel like the sun always like during the summer i just feel like it it makes everybody feel better you know you're out yeah similar to like uh it's like kind of how uh like venus like friday is like the fun day of the week it's kind of like summer is like the fun season you know, like people yes. are more happier, like the, like a lot of more like sexual prowesses up. People are trying to be more out and you know, like the whole thing is just amped up. Oh yeah, well, th- you know that could be the the aspect because you know fire would be the element uh-huh. that goes with the sun. I mean, <laughs> when it comes to fire, that can start. You know, it doesn't always have to be bad, but uh, it could get into like you know over sexualizing. But I mean, I just think that you know when fire is associated with it. Things are going to be a lot more, um, okay, I put it this way. When things are hot or when you're heating something up, you're just making the atoms move around a lot more. And when things are getting cold, they're slowing down and not doing much of anything. Same thing when it's the winter. You're staying in the house. You ain't doing much of shit. And then when the summer comes, everybody wants to go out and start moving around and doing things. Same shit as the element, really. Want to be seen. Yeah, like you want to be seen. And then kind of like how the atoms are moving around together, more social. It feels more social. The other one feels more like repellent. You know what I mean? Like, oh, like I'm going to go to my cave. And that's why a lot of animals will go to their cave and hibernate type of thing. Yeah, I mean, they even slow down themselves to do that, you know? Yeah. So Yeah, all the way. Their whole biological thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I even yeah, think so, like what uh, I was saying with the fire, you can get, you know, set, you know, of course, you know, like this summer, everybody wants to look good. You want to go out and get laid, go to the beach, you know, all that shit. People are a little bit more, uh, they got more spark to them. They want to go out and do more shit. They're more livelier. Yeah. Yeah. You know? More, more energy, more something mm-hmm. like that. Right. There's more motion. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so like in terms of Michael uh, with the sun, you know, you get like Michael was like the first angel. Right. And then. I think he was probably like out of those main ones. He's he has to be like the biggest one if he was like the like leader of like the army. Like he would figure that's like the biggest, strongest one, right? So when I think of like uh, a sun archetype going to the bar, they're usually the biggest dude. They're probably like the biggest dude in the room. Like Jupiter might be the most like flashy with money, and then they might have like because they like to indulge in expansion. Maybe they have like a big like a pot belly as, as opposed to uh, other people. But the sun is actually probably like the biggest one, like, like the tallest and the biggest. And then they don't have to do nothing. Like they're just hanging out like that. Like that's like their, that's like a part of their identity. And, um, and then, so it's funny because the sun in astrology, it's all about identity, you know, the id, right. 
And then it's like your perspective of like what, how you see things and then how you want people to see you. And then like the, the mask that we wear, there's like different parts of mask, right? But the front part of my mask, like with my yellow glasses, this is my sun. This is like what I want the people to see. That's like the sun, the solar yeah. kind of archetype trying to project itself. Like it wants to show you that side. It doesn't want to show you any of my, my faux hawk that I have in my back. It doesn't want to show you any of that. <laughs> Yeah. I was going to say, you know, when it comes to magic, I, I do think and, you know, I think humans just do it regardless. Uh, but I think when it comes to magic, people can start doing it more intentionally. Um, you will start to be able to realize you can just take certain masks off and put different masks back on. You can easily switch roles if you have to, even if it's not you're yeah. not being authentic, I think. Yeah. So, like, I could see how this all kind of goes along with each other as well, yeah, which would be king of your domain because then you're able to play any role you fucking need to to keep your domain the way you want it. Yeah, because that's the ego is very good at that. It's like the ultimate actor uh, in a way, right? Like the ultimate actor. And then so that's where that's why uh, the left side of the brain is tied to that. Like that's where the ego stems from. Like I learned that one from like uh, Stuart Swerdlow, I guess, from a book back in the day. But uh, that's like the, you know, like the ana the analytical, like the like where the judgments come because you have to judge, like say if you're driving a car and you're backing up a car, you have to judge how much space you got, right? Because if not, you're going to crash a, a car. So you do have to use it to judge in a way. But at the same time, judgment here on earth, we have the double-edged sword. So that's why you can get ego in that way, you yes. know, like where you like edge got out, so to speak, like that kind of ego. So. But it's kind of where that comes, and then you can easily put on the various masks as, like, the ultimate actor. Yes. Yeah, kind of like that, yeah. You start thinking and, uh, the whole world is just the stage. <laughs> yeah. And um, so that's why uh, being, I, I guess, acknowledging how all that works is, like, very important. Because if not, mm. you, that's where the delusion can really hit in if you're delusional on that side of your brain holy crap like you're gonna be you're sure. gonna be like hating life i guess yeah um, and then so yeah it's funny that you mentioned earlier with the atoms because here i see that the sun is the primary source of every atom so look at that yeah you know what i mean it's like a foundational thing and then they're usually from like beginning to end they hold it the sun like uh like in, in egypt raw like held the title from like beginning to end and it was like the same strength like how other other gods or other kings they have peaks and valleys yeah, of, um, yeah, their yeah. story but with the sun like that it like their story is like they're all the way through like they're they're it all like all the way through and then that's why it's just a little one boop like you're just the one you know uh i referenced it before i forgot where you know maybe an older like show or something but i just I just came up with it. it. I just said it one time, like the one of the sun, the, the sun feels like the one. And then also the sun is like the sun, like, uh, in, like in things like, like say like Jesus was the sun, mm -hmm. Horus was the sun. sun yes. There were a lot of wordplay. Yeah. Right. And all this stuff with like the summer solstice and all that. And, uh, so they're like the suns, they play the suns. Yeah. And so that also ties with, with the solar archetype, you know, and, you know, the sun can walk on water and then like, uh, and then like with Horus, that's like an anagram for hours, you know, so you can track the sun through the hours, through the mm -hmm. Horus. 
and then you can see the phases of that. Yeah. You know, we had a uh, we had That's, a guest on the occult the occult rejects. It hasn't come out yet. We had him come on to uh, cover uh, Indian stuff. Not to get off topic, but it's kind of on topic, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he said that <clears throat> I forgot already. What tribe it was that he was, I think it might have been the, the Utes, or the Utes or the Navajo. It was neither the Utes or the Navajo, I think he covered. Um, that they actually had a clock or something that he thinks, uh, and they're saying that they believe that that's what they were doing. That they were actually clock, uh, tracking the sun and the fucking moon at the same time. Shit. And he said, like, for That's them sick. to be ordered to do the yeah. moon, I think it would take 10 years or something close to that to actually have, like, a full actual cycle of what the moon does. And he said, so they had to wow. have been doing that for a long fucking time to actually have the moon down yeah. to know how it works. And but, like, yeah, we've been using the sun to tell time with for how long. Sundials, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then you can see how, obviously, how important it is from, like, from, like, primitive times till now, you know, like, especially back before, you know, like, it was like this without that there was like no source of life so that's why there's like all the heliocentric models of like of like uh praising gods like it has to revolve around that because you're like without that we're screwed you know it's funny like watching uh i forget what shows they are like those shows like on uh on netflix how people got to survive out in the wilderness and they're out there like trying to hang as long as they can and uh it's a trip how when the sun goes down all that wild, all those wild animals come out to play, and so many people t on that show <laughs> tapped out because of that instance right there. As soon as the sun goes down, there goes like so much of your protection, let alone your food. You know what I mean? So it's like a, it's like a nourisher, a protector in that way, in a, a sustaining life. You, you know, know what, you know. Yeah. I think uh, too that what you were saying before that I think is interesting. Um, you mentioned something about like the, like letting the sun in the light. I mean, how you know how many times I've seen things uh, with like buildings or old architecture that will have stuff specifically built. So depending on where the sun is, the line shines shines oh, through. Yeah. Like, I've seen that Those, so many times. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Isn't like Stonehenge or like isn't that kind of shit like that too? Like all those like all those temples and all this stuff they have it so at certain times of the year that stuff's supposed to shine through and it might God knows what kind of shadow it makes or what kind of things it makes like it's probably for these like rituals and stuff yeah like when we had that kid on and he talked about the uh the indian tribe it was like i think it was two or three different rocks that were like standing up and like the way that the sun shined through them did like one like fucking straight line on the wall and that's how they were like fucking measuring shit by how so big the, how long the line was coming between the rocks or some shit it's like so sick that shit like for some reason just hearing just you hearing you say that makes me feel like i want to get like in a trance you know yeah. what i mean like there's so <laughs> much there's so much shit in there like i can imagine if i was there like wow yeah right you know what i mean like that like they're like they use that shit dude that's why it's so important like uh like the sun and the moon, like the sun is the like they use that for like the masculine it's like the masculine archetype of one you know what I mean? And then and then the, the moon will be two. And that's why in days of the week, we start Sunday, one, and then Monday, moon day, two. It's like one, two, you know, that that, that male and female, you know. So, yeah, it's um, I guess it's like the sun version, how we keep saying the sun, how like Jesus and Horus, like the sun mm -hmm. version of, of the male. And then I think once you do temperance, you know, I have a temperance up there. Let's see. So right here, it's like temperance, right? I'll bring it over and a little then, bit to the other side. The other, no, the other yeah, way. There right we go. There. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, and so you have temperance. 
right here you see like on his forehead he has like that doctor looking uh, headband and that's a glyph of the sun it's yellow with a circle with a dot inside and he's he's harnessing he's he's balancing for alchemy's sake it's like a he's tempering the waters and then so here i i use this to like think about tempering the flame that we have inside of like when you harness that ignition of the mars flame that ignition flame of of willpower you that shit could be hella crazy or like uh it could be very primal, right? So there's a like a I guess like a craziness to there that isn't refined. And then when you use when you temper that with the ambition, and then also the uh, the the uh, Jupiter archetype, that's when you can balance all that fire. And then that's when you can like harness your fear. And then that's like super important for empowerment. And that's why in the beginning of the show we were saying empowerment, it like confidence is that's where you get like like this solar plexus from you know if yeah. you have that hard then yeah like you have like that real confidence it'll show in your posture because we know scientifically that when your posture is like that if you just fix it you can really start to feel better oh, you know just by i know people who have actually gone through shit like that like actually changing their posture and they're like holy fuck yeah it's real i, I have like, and seen it yeah actually. i've you know from from things like chiropractic work, massage, and working out, and doing uh, like yoga, like that shit. Hello, like you can really feel that, and then you feel the empowerment of it too. And then I'll can, even yeah. say like a lot of magicians or magicians that I knew that were like kind of serious when I was like into magic in the beginning of pretty much the whole time I was into it. There was a lot of people that I know that were like, it's not just always, uh, you know, reading and doing rituals. Like you actually need to like do something with your body as well. It's you know, mind, yeah. spirit, and body. Yeah, yeah, it's mind, body, and soul. Yeah, yeah like um, because sometimes if you have something that's like nagging you, like a nagging shoulder injury or or whatever, you're gonna feel nagged, and you're or you're gonna feel like the like the world is nagging you until you ail these nagging symptoms that you have. You know what I mean? And then it's you know like that whole thing how like our bodies are temple. You have to also kind of treat your temple right and then that way you'll be able to pray right yeah. you know what i mean it's like yeah it is mind body and soul for sure yeah and you're saying they're like you they're like just kind of together and you were saying before with temperance i think we were talking about that prior too um i think the temp you know with the thing with the temperance i don't know maybe you brought it up it was, and, and like i was really thinking about it as you were talking about it before again um i think a lot of the temperance might be with like kind of like what you're saying tempering the ego as well because like the ego is kind of like the vice for uh that part of the tree where the sun would fall so i think maybe the temperance yeah. is even like in my opinion if you had that whole uh if you were in that spot of where tiferet of the sun would be I would think that it could be your ego that's causing the problem to kind of fall back down. And at that point, it's like you have to control, like you said, the fire. Pretty much it's like when my, from what my experience, and I'll even just say this for me, but I do think it goes with a lot of human beings. If your ego was to maybe be pushed a little bit, um, that's when you would kind of fall out of balance because you're allowing your ego to... It's hard to explain, but it's like, oh, is somebody questioning me and I'm not what they, uh, what I want them to think? And then you let that fucking shatter you. And yeah. then you act out. You know what I'm saying? It's like you're getting fearful and angry because your ego was fucked with. 
So I yeah, think the like temperance card game. is like kind of like tempering the ego as well. So you can keep moving farther. 100. It's like those mind games. And then like how we were talking about like Rocky a million times earlier. It's like Frankie fear. Fear is like ego is very tied to fear, right? That's like where that stems from. And then so it's tempering that fear, you know, so. And then, I mean, this would even go back to Leo, like I mentioned in the first episode, how I look at Leo as being more of a focused, condensed flame instead of the explosion from Aries. Yeah. So it would even be the same thing, like you were saying before, how you're kind of like tempering the flame. It's not all over yeah. the place anymore. It's, it's you know, like the sun symbol, really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because the other one is more Focus combustible. Yes. Yeah. The, yeah. The other one has a lot more combustion. A lot. Yes. Like that's why the red. Is like the ignition, like that boom, like that bomb or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, in the prior episode, when we talked about Mars, I tied it in terms of the brain to the brain stem. So if this is our brain stem, the more primal fight or flight, you have to temper this fight or flight area with the analytical side. You have to temper those because if not, that's where all that shit comes from and your ego will be out of control in very – and playing so many mind games on yourself. Uh, yeah. So, and then if you think about it, that makes sense. Cause I'm having red here, red as this stem and then yellow as this side as the left side. And then that's orange. That's, that's why orange is the divine will yes. of like Jupiter. Like that's why that one ends up being the King, the more, the more older version, the refined version of the flame, because the sun is still the sun. It's like the initial creation. You know, but uh, it's still like the sun, how the sun is like technically less mature than a king, right? You see, so this is like, funny because like, like bef- before you were saying how like you really don't know much about the Kabbalah. And I was like, oh, no, you probably know more than you than you think you do in the Kabbalah. Or if you were using like talisman, if I was to use mercury, it would be orange it would be like neither orange or yellow would be the main color to use. But then as a flashing color, you're going to use blue. And then if you were to use Jupiter your color would be blue with the flashing color of orange. So Jupiter and Mercury show a relationship to each other that way on the tree. They are both sharing, and they're both across each other from each other, but the sun's in the middle, but they are directly across from each other. There is a relationship between those two, even though they're crossing to the other side of the tree. Yeah, there's like a, they interject in a hand-in-hand type of a way. There's like Mm -hmm. an exchange. Yeah, I think... uh, not to get too into it, but I do think like why you're seeing sometimes like crossings on the tree is that those energies kind of got pulled away from where they were supposed to be. And when you're going back up the tree, you're kind of going back to where you were supposed to be originally before shit got twisted. Uh, so like, it can get a little out there, but that's, you know, yeah. the easiest way for no, me. No, but in terms of that story, because it's, like it's like a story of like descending and, and ascending. So it kind of, I kind of like that, man. Yeah, yes. it, it, it goes, yeah. You, so I'd like to share uh, go for this it. one out here. So this one's obviously the sun. The the sun. sun. <laughs> so that's why how we were talking about a, a, a second ago about how one is a little bit more mature than the other in terms of like yellow and orange. So look, see the sun, it's a baby. So a baby is going to be less mature in that way. But isn't like the baby like like the like everyone's like prize, like pride and joy, like when you hear when you ask a lot of people, what was like the best day of the most special best day of your life? They either say probably like my wedding day, or they say when my when my firstborn or my kid kids were born, you know. So it's tied to that, and then it's like, um, 
everything revolves around like you say oh everything revolves around my kids like that's your world now you know what i mean and that's where all the perspective you know how it's tied to perspective and your identity so oh now i'm a parent uh-huh. and it's all your perspective you know uh even it's funny i'm like looking at my mic and my glasses this is right now this is my gold my gold perspective my yellow perspective this is where all my thoughts are coming into here condensed and then my eyes as well like i see everything through this lens this is <laughs> my perspective lens that i see everything through you know what i mean so that's another part of how that deals with like in astrology that's why people when they ask you about astrology or what sign they're really talking about your sun sign you mm, know even though we that have is a true them, yes yes that's what people generally that's what people are boiling it down to you know and then so yeah so it wasn't that's until why, i got into magic that i ever hear anybody did I ever hear anybody ever ask, oh, what's your moon sign? I was like, what the fuck? Because like you're saying, yeah. like when everybody asks, what's your zodiac? It's always just associated with that. It's actually associated with the sun. There is the moon, yeah. you know, <laughs> the moon's and, Dude, and honestly, if like for me, I mean, thinking about it, if I'm trying to get to know someone and quickly and stuff like that, because like I just want to get to know like what they're really like, I'm going to hella want to know their moon sign. That's the kind that that's the sign that they be that they're hiding. That's like behind the scenes. Like, you know what I mean? What's lurking, you know, in the in the subconscious realms, you know, that's that's that one. So I, I want to know the moon. And then and then uh, I had a talk with Laura Lavender the other day and she was talking about ascending because I've heard that before that that's where you're going. That's where you're always headed. So I'd want to know about ascending and moon. Because all the all the sun sign, like I, I can read that off bat. Like you know, people can usually tell people's personality just off a couple of seconds of like <laughs> their front their front facing personality, you know. Fuck. And then people don't usually get to know their moon sign until way later on, or unless you guys went through some kind of bonding, or then maybe they put their guard down or something like that. But it's it's more in that vernacular. But yeah, but the sun is always first in that way. And, it always has like that regal sense of that. I am the one, you know, so the I am, you know, mm. and then because uh, for me and my experience with like healing and stuff like that uh, and uh, and just that I've gotten like my own little uh, like realizations and understandings when I felt that I am present, you know, or some people uh, even related to Christ consciousness. I, the biggest thing that I leave with is that the oneness thing. Like I, I get tripped out on how one everything is with each other. And then the oneness of me. And then I get the the feeling and realization that I am like kind of like I'm the only one here in terms of a creation. And, but that's because we're all the same, mm. you know, and it's like just one voice. The, the creation is only like one voice. That's kind of where all that comes from. Yeah. With the sun. Yeah, I think uh, I think the same thing. Like more or less, like uh, we all come from the same source, as having a separate experience, but we all yeah. are connected from something. I, I do think. Yeah, yeah, just a different. You know, we all have different lenses and different perspectives. But um, in terms of like that that level of consciousness, it's like there's there, like that's where there's no difference, and that's why it's just one little dot. You know, one minion looking dot, and then that's that's all it is, and and everything revolves around you and like you're everything you know so that's where the wholeness like you're complete and whole you know the complete circle and then the everything inside that in, encapsulates everything you know oh you know what i wanted to say before again too uh you were mentioning the son and the child 
Um, even when it comes down to the Kabbalah, I think uh, one of the magical symbols, or like one of the you know the symbols that can be used for uh, the sun, is also a small child. Oh, nice! See there again, like more Kabbalah that yeah. you knew but you didn't know that you knew. Right. <laughs> that's why. I, that's why I was bugging out on our on our previous show because I was like, oh shit, oh this shit hella ties, like it hella ties around anyway, yeah. like whether you like it or not. <laughs> whether you like it or not, it's going to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I like that. Yeah. And it's like, I get like, uh, it's like, it's like you won, you won. Like, this is like the winner, like, like everything's shining down on you. Like this person was born into it. You know how some people were born into the, into the legacy. Like they, they knew what all their life. That's like, that's the feeling of the sun. Well, it's always, always, you always were, you were born into it type of thing. And even think about like uh, kings, uh, their crowns. Probably every crown on their tarot card is all probably made out of gold too. Yeah. You know? See, yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah. <laughs> See, yeah, it's very tied. Yeah. Very kingly, you know, because it like throughout history, maybe the sun worship might be in terms of all the different stories and cultures that might be the most revered and the, the one that was the most like uh, that held a title the longest and the strongest, you know, kind of just like raw. Uh, the yeah. Sun God. yeah. Is it all right anyway. if I uh, show what I have just real quick? Yeah, please. Yeah. That's pretty much what I got uh, for the sun. Sounds yeah. Good. And then we'll, uh, this will be real fast because I'm just covering some stuff real quick. Uh, the numbers for with planetary magic that would go along with the sun is 6, 36, 216, and yes, 666. Color, gold, orange, or yellow. Uh, Leo is associated with it. Gold again for the metal. Day of the week, I think we all know that, Sunday. <laughs> Element, fire. Direction, south. Uh, concepts, advancement, dominance, egotism. Friendship, greed, healing, illumination, individuality, joy, leadership, personal power, success, will, and wealth. Uh, symbol, uh, tools, <coughs> symbols, the lamin, the lance, the rose cross, and the sword. Um, some of the deities, uh, Apollo, Baal, uh, Helios, Mithras, Ra, Sol, Archangel, this one, because it's planetary magic, was the same way that you were explaining it. Mike, uh, Mikael, or Michael, would go along with that. Um, this is the planetary sigil, if anybody just wants to see it real quick. It is a, uh, also it is a six by six square, because it does fall on the sixth, fear, uh, sixth sphere of the tree of life. It has a six by six magical square. Is uh, again the seal of the sun, the intelligence of the sun, the spirit of the sun. Archangel mm. Michael. Michael was the first angel created and is often seen as the leader of the angels or first among equals. His name means he who is like God. He is usually shown wielding a sword or lance and sometimes the scales of justice. I even think sometimes the scales of justice actually represent both sides of your brain. Um, mm, as the other nice. archangels, Michael should be visualized standing about three meters tall, and he wears a golden yellow tunic. Michael is the archangel of fire and the sun, and helps those who call him to achieve goals and destinies. Amongst the achievements, especially sacred to Michael, are marriage and music. If you're seeking to achieve a legitimate goal or need of protection, Michael is the angel you should call to. 
as he is the defender of the just and is also known as the merciful angel. Michael appears a number of times in the Bible. Michael was the archangel who appeared to Moses as the fire in the burning bush. He also rescued Daniel from the lion's den and informed Mary of her approaching death. Michael appears in Revelations as the leader of the celestial host that defeats the Antichrist. He is, also, uh, he is the prayer leader in the Hebrew and Islam. Interesting. That's nice. Yeah, I just wanted I to like throw the, that in there. Yeah, I like the one where you showed like the three signs, like it was three sigil signs. Yes. And, uh, the last one was the one of intelligence. When I saw that, uh, I guess I, I had heard, I, I think that, that this one was from Santos uh, Bonacci. Bonacci? Nice. He was, he was referencing how, like how, how there's three sons. And so I kind of oh. thought about the three right there, the three, like how there was the intelligence and. I, I lost the other two. I didn't catch that one. But yeah, yeah that, with, uh, with that magic, with what I was showing, the first sigil or seal is actually like the planetary one. Then there is a, a spirit and intelligence. I think, uh, shit, I already turned it off. I think the last one, I always get these confused and I, I, sh I should know it from years of dealing with it. One could be looked at as the angel and then one could be looked at as the demon. So they're actually, you know, could be very different. <laughs> yeah. Almost the vice and the virtue of the sun as well. The shadow of the sun. Yeah. yeah. Because, and which is I mean, funny is I think the yeah. one that I showed prior that was the demon uh, sigil for the sun does look like it has an anchor. So I had even wondered, like, does that have something to do with it? Yeah. Like, are you getting anchored back down? <laughs> totally. I see this. Yeah. And like... If you think about it, how we're talking about like the demon side or the shadow side, it's like, which one is the brightest out of all of these? The sun, okay? Mm. It, it, like it's physically, physically and 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 the other ways. And uh, if it's the brightest, it must be the darkest, right? So then that's where the egotism. That's why the egotisms will can spawn from there, right? Initially, then it, then then the other ones, but like the actual, I think like the egotism can like spawns from there you know and then that's like our judgments that's why we got to be like you gotta you know just kind of be on top of your judgments like it's good to use them when you need to but then it's a it's a fine line and that's what we're here for is learning that fine line and then we're we're like refining ourselves we're refining and refining and then you keep that's the, like where keeping the scales uh, balanced <laughs> yeah that's where the empowerment comes in as you refine then you get stronger and stronger you know yes yeah. All right. So now, which one was it? Mercury or Venus? You wanted to move on to uh, Venus. Yeah. So Venus, right here, the the green, right after the yellow, and so this is the heart chakra, and uh, so you oh, think about great. you think about love, you think about beauty, you think about fertility, and um, heart is like a. It's also an anagram for Earth in a way when you unscramble the, the letters and. In terms of the cosmos, the earth is like – this earth is like the heart of of everything out there. It's like the heart of it. In terms of – if it was chakras, like it's like the heart. And then also it's like the springboard to wherever else you want to go. It's like a key. Like if you can't – if you don't know how to go through the heart, like when you get out of here, um, it's it's going to be hard to go like where you where you would like to go per se because you, you didn't go to your heart. You know what's and, uh, funny? I was uh, 
I covered uh, Nightmare on Elm Street and uh, Michael Myers. Did I tell you that earlier? Maybe I, didn't, I don't remember. Uh, you you mentioned it. Yeah, I covered that, and uh, you know, you were talking about Venus, and there was a part in Michael Myers where I am positive it literally showed you her traveling on the tree. And in that time that she's traveling on the tree, who is, uh, fuck, I forgot her name already. The chick, the main chick in, in Halloween. Um, she's leaving her house, which is the number eight. The address is 11158. She's in green. I think she is the maiden. And she, her father is a real estate agent, which would go along, in my opinion, with Mercury, a salesman. Because I've said that plenty of times before. Mercury, a good, yes. a good way to show Mercury. If you're slick with the mouth and there's a little bit of business in there, you'd be a great salesman. Her father is a real estate salesman, and he's giving her the keys to go drop off at Michael Myers' house because he's got to show it to her later. The prince just gave the princess the fucking key to go bring up to 1000 Mission Street, which could have been Kether for all I know that they meant it as because that was the address for Michael Myers' house. 1000 Mission Street. She mm. could have been, but she, she had the key and she dropped it off somewhere else. So it is very weird now that you're talking about the whole key thing. It has the key. Yeah. Um, is that the key I that Janice gets? Janice gets the key from, is yeah. it from the princess and then becomes the king? Yeah. 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 It's, that's why people, uh, like I've heard Lux talk about it before where it's like, man, it's like, uh, you like with your mind and your heart, you have to bridge them. And then that's yes, where, yes. like, that's where, like, like that's where you can feel like, like the limitless of, of life. And you can start to kind of reap those rewards. And, and especially in the future, I think it's really important for like when we actually transition from here, uh, the heart work, uh, cause someone with a heart block, it's like, damn dude, like, um, it's hard in my, in my opinion, that be, that might be one of the hardest ones to recover from because of how people are here in terms of, uh, like our vulnerabilities and, and also like with our ego, like the vulnerabilities of our ego. I think if someone ends up getting like their heart broken or how I say you get your heart cracked, that's like, you want to, you want to really bring that one back. You know what I mean? As, as best you can. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So sorry, I took you off there too, but yeah, no, man. And so let me see here. I got, I got this shit on me here too. It's like, I'm going to show you guys. I'm sorry. I'm pulling this out of my freaking pocket. Cause I got this, I put it in my tiny little pocket. So here it's like green, right? So I use this for like a heart chakra and then nice. you, it's like, you what wanna, kind of stone uh, is that? If you don't mind me asking, fuck some kind of, I forgot that. I don't know. Uh, I forgot. I want to okay. say dragon something or other. Um, oh, okay. And, uh, All right. Yeah. That one. Kind and, of uh, and the thing is though, with your heart, there's like a oh, dragon's blood. Around, what is that green and have specks of red on it? Um, that it wasn't stone? dragon blood. It was dragon something. So dragon stone. I'm sorry, dragon stone. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, it's supposed to be yeah. green, and then has uh, the red supposed to supposedly represent the blood of Jesus spilling on the floor. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't think this one's blood. It was God, no. I, I forgot. This was a while ago, but it's like we have people have like it's like a courtyard, and so around your courtyard of your heart, it's like almost like the gates where you can either let someone in or let someone out, right? So the important thing is that you have to like go higher um, in just in this chakra. Like there's this a concept of you have to go higher because uh, it even makes sense. Like in that old uh, Blavatsky stuff or the old, uh, like that old shit for, for this one, they called it harmony through conflict. So there, there's going to be conflict here around your heart in order to, 
in order to kind of find your harmony. So you always have to go higher. Because imagine if me and you get in an argument and it disrupts our harmony. We both have to kind of go higher in a way. We have to find a way to get through this, right? And when you go higher, that's when you get like that's when you get like the the pink. See, the pink is also tied to the heart. So first you start with here and then you go up here to pink. And then that's when you went higher in your heart. That's when you get a springboard, like bing, bing, bing. And then that's when you can jump off and springboard to wherever, like wherever you belong, really belong in the cosmos afterwards. Like you'll be able to feel like you, like you're in control of that because your heart didn't get like screwed with or whatever. So yeah, that was really important. Um, I used to use uh, fibrous malachite, very green, uh, green stone. I used to use that when I used uh, when I worked with Venus. Yeah, or that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I know. I got to go. I need to get some more because uh, I don't know. I just like getting them. I haven't bought any in a while, but uh, I get mine now. I, there's this lady at Pier Thirty Nine, and she has pretty good prices and pretty good stuff compared to the ones where you go like in like in different regular areas of San Francisco. Those pr the prices are just freaking oh, yeah. up the wazoo, man. And I was like, God damn it! Like, just like, you know, like hook me up with some rocks, man. And uh, so yeah, I, and then I I've been to places thing. that is so cheap. It's like you almost swear, like this shit has to be fake. Like I don't yeah, even think these are real stones. Like for fucking yeah, two bucks. Yeah, because then there's that bulky stuff you can get on Amazon, right? Like you can buy it through bulk there. But then that's something about that. I don't know. I I never really done the bulk one like that because I want to be able to like see it and like almost like have it call me or have have me get some kind of like like where I feel something with it, like mm -hmm. it's like a compatibility. You know, so I found an old lady by at a Fisherman's Wharf where uh, it's pretty good, pretty good price. Uh, and pretty decent stuff, but um, all right. So with Venus, Morning Star, Lucifer. Mm -hmm. You know that one's tied. Uh, that one is a big one. You know because mm -hmm. of the whole Morning Star thing. And so you see how they talk about how it was like the prettiest. You know he was like the prettiest one, the prettiest angel. That was like a version, one of the versions of the pride. I want to say one of the an early early versions of the pride was through like that whole pretty thing, like thinking you're like the best one or whatever. Right. And, um, uh, it's funny because, um, uh, uh, you know, I guess I'll talk about myself. Like, uh, so my name, my real name's Luis. Right. And then in school, they would call me Louie as a kid growing up. And then even like my friends, uh, like my older friends and even like my OGs, like my dance OG mentor people, they would just call me Louie. Cause I guess it was easier for them to say. And, um, uh, but as a kid, because I'm like a junior technically, as a kid, my baby nickname as a baby was uh, Lucci. Like, that's what my dad called me, right? And so that's kind of like Lucy in a way, right? And um, I'll tell you this, man. Like, now I can talk about it. But back then, I, I like damn near renounced that name growing up because only like my close like friends who would come to my house, they would hear that name. They're like, what do they call you? Like, what is like, wait, what are they calling you? And I was like kind of ashamed of that name because I always felt very feminine with that name. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Because like Lucci, especially like, with it kids, sounds man. feminine and also like Lucy, right? Like Lucy. And I was like, oh man. And so I never tripped off that. Like I never, I didn't embrace that name until like later on in life. And, um, and so because it was so feminine and tied to that, in terms of like Lucifer, he has a feminine and a masculine side. And so the feminine side of Lucifer is is Venus, is tied to Venus. So, uh, yeah, that's how that's how I see that one. And um, like when you say uh, Venus, like uh, the beginning of Venus is Ven, right? V-E-N. And then in Spanish, when you say that, 
it means to come. It means like come, right? Like come here. So now, now with that context, when I tell you, when I ask you, hey, bro, what do you think about when you hear the word come? <laughs> like, yeah, be honest. Yeah, yeah. No, that's why I thought you were going with it. Honestly, when yeah, you said what's it, the I first thing that comes to mind is, yeah. you know, it's, it's, this <laughs> is very so interesting. Come, yeah. Come is, is associated with sex. And then that's where all that, you know, the fertility and the love and all that, that's how all that's tied into the femininity of that. So that's a part of Lucifer's tied to that, that sex, that sexual thing where, he liked to claim like the prettiest or whatever. And, um, and, uh, it's funny too, because, uh, I guess I also tie the word six to sex because in numerology, uh, when I was reading about that, it, it talked about how, uh, imagine like you're in a, in a school, right. With your, with your classmates and there's like one or two hot chicks, one or two of those hot chicks, they were born on the six or they might've been born on something that added up to six, like maybe like 15 or, uh, or, or 20, uh, 24, but <laughs> something that adds up to six on their birthday. Cause they're, they're the hot chicks. They're the sexy chicks. So six is like sex. And, uh, it was funny because, uh, I've talked about uh, with that, with my buddy, Laura Lavender, I talked about my eraser head and, and how uh, in astrology, I'm like a bucket shaped in terms of my uh, chart. And so oh, wow. the eraser head, I was like, where did I get this eraser head from? And uh, when I went uh, at my grandparents' house, I saw this old vintage looking photo of my great grandfather. Right. And he, and he had the eraser head. And I was like, oh, that's where I got that head from, like that eraser head, right? I was like, I see it now because I never saw anyone with it, right? And uh, and then I was, I was like, what's his name? And then they told me Sixto. His name was Sixto, so six, you know? And it's funny because I'm born on 10-6. I'm also a sixer, you know what I mean? So yeah. this shit all, it all ties, uh, it all ties to that, to Venus. And that's why I have Libra and Venus all over my damn shit, like all over my chart stuff like that and so it's pretty it's like it's funny because i see it all like i've seen it in my family with different archetypes and then i have mine and uh yeah so so now oh you know what i wanted to say real quick uh yeah i yeah. think it's interesting how you uh, i'm glad you brought up lucifer because when it comes to the kabbalah <coughs> if you were to like really get into any of that stuff it's going to associate with the image for Netzach, which would be Venus, as a beautiful naked woman. So mm. either way, either way you're looking at it, it's supposed to be something that's attracting your eyes. Yeah. You know, something that looks good to you. And uh, I think what you were saying before with Ven meant like to come here. Yeah. It really, yeah, I, I, I do yeah. think it, it's almost as if this is how I kind of start looking at it. I think it's more as... <laughs> you are seeing something with your eyes that is uh, enticing you and pulling you away from where you're supposed to be. Yes. And I yeah, have even baby. thought of like a lot of stuff like, um, all right, Venus, like you were saying, the morning star or Lucifer, it's the brightest star we'll see in the sky in the morning. You know, it's the first one or whatever. Um, I also think like when it comes to the Kabbalah, this is where I think people get fucked up on it, is I, I do think those spheres do have a masculine and feminine energy associated with them, but sometimes you're just only seeing one side of it. Yeah. I think that the male and the female, you know, do fit on all of them. I think to a point, it's almost basically whatever the system, like I take it as a light bulb, really. 
the light bulb and what's inside there, all that shit that's making that shit glow, whatever it's supposed to be, that's in structured form or whatever that's in there would be the feminine part. And then the light that actually emanates from it, the projective energy that is coming from it is now the male energy. Yeah. Which is why I could see now Lucifer fitting in because that is the male energy that's actually emitting from yeah. the source that is the female energy. Yeah, when you're saying that in my mind, I just see the torch now. You know, like we talk, you know, like even like Statue of Liberty, we know that that's like that, that was an old French homage to Lucifer. So with a torch, and then with a torch, you're bearing a torch. So the part when you bear something, that's like, uh, besides bearing witness, you bear children, right? So that's like the feminine part when you're pregnant. And then once you light the torch, like once the torch has been transferred, that's where the expansive when it changes like that, when it changes to masculine. Yeah, it's yes. definitely tied to that. And how you were saying earlier, there's like a pull or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's yeah, like, like that, come here. I guess so like enticing. that temptation, you know? Yeah, well, because you, you that, were that temptation, saying, and that's why a, like Lucifer was supposed yeah, to be very good looking. And then in the Kabbalah, it's associated with the naked, beautiful naked woman. It's both things that you're seeing with your eyes to entice you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it makes sense that that's why Venus is like about like, like the embracing like the joy and the happiness of things that make you feel good. Right. So it could be, mm. you know, it could be getting like uh like, you know, how women get a pedicure, things like that, or how, you know what I mean? Like different things that make you feel good. And so it's tied to that. So some people have vices associated with that. And what, what do I think about with a, like a vice of a sin? I think of lust, it's lustful. Right. And again, it's the uh, Lou lust. It's like tied to that, you know, uh, yeah, well, to that version of vice, yeah. I, when I uh, was, uh, you know, heavily into practicing magic, uh, a lot of times when I worked with Venus, I would just kind of work with uh, Hathor. And part of the mm. things, you know, with her that could be associated with her, um, she's a fan of music, dancing, feasts. You know, this is all like, you know, lively things Party. that you get excited about. And then she could also be associated with the mirror because you got to look at yourself. Uh. You got yes. it. Oh, so fucking beautiful. Yes. You know, but, or then a sistrum. Urbanity. Yeah. Or, and then yeah. sometimes she's known to have a sistrum with her, which is kind of like something to do with sound. It's a whole other topic. But like I like you just right there with Hathaway, you already got like food, parties, music, hanging out. And then, oh, look at myself. And what <laughs> and what day of the week do people like to start their party off? Friday. 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 <laughs> That's the Venus day. See, so that's when everybody is like, oh, tonight I'm going to put on my brand new shirt or my brand new blah, 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 my brand new shoes. And I'm going to look all fashionable like they're all like they're all fashion, you know, like like uh, for male and female, the best dressed person who, who wins that award in high school, they're Venus people. They they're really into fashion. They make it a thing to a girl makes it a thing to do her hair every day to take a lot of time with that. A so everybody looks at you like the, the matches outfits. He wants to be like that. And. You're telling you know everybody I mean? instead of come here, you're telling everybody look here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, maybe they want that too, but. <laughs> yeah, it, it goes both ways, you know, like, uh, like, I guess like in terms of like a male, a male Venus guy, it's like, they're usually like how people say, oh, he's like a pretty boy, or maybe they'll have feminine features where like, they're kind of chisely, like lean and chisely face, like kind of feminine, you know, kind of like, and they look like that. And uh, if a Venus guy was at a bar, you know, I think about they usually want to 
bring the party, like whatever party they had to the bar and then they party like that, or they want to bring the bar to their party. You know what I mean? So they're trying to round up the troops and be like, hey, well, I got a spot over here afterwards if you guys want. Like, they're the ones. It's like the person leaving at the rave the trying to get everybody to go to the after hours with them. Yeah. <laughs> they're, the ones, they're the ones negotiating that for, for people like Jupiter. Let's keep going. Who, who they like that stuff, but maybe they don't have as, as much of a pull as, you know, in that department. You know, so they end up negotiating. You know, it's kind of like that. Yeah. So it's like... Uh, Oh, what tarot cards? Did you have any tarot cards picked yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. I'm interested in which you ones here. you have. I was, about, I was doing that. I forgot. Here. That's no, all good. So first, I want to show I'll bring you. Bring it up a little. Yeah, okay. The Empress. So here you see already that there's the Venus sign right there, right? So And it's green, too. So just like the heart chakra, it's green. Mm -hmm. And she's the one that when I see, because in terms of masculine and feminine, the main ones is Mars and uh and this one right here, Venus, in terms of just depicting the feminine and masculine components. That's why Mars has that arrow-looking thing, which is like a similar to a phallus. And here, it's just like a regular stick figure, which signifies just come here. Just kind of like come over here and sit with me. Like they don't have to do anything. You're going to come to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like how a woman will just attract. Like you're just going to come to me. I don't have to be like Mars and shoot out to you. It's like the opposite power. And um I didn't know. I can't remember if I brought it up. I'm sure I did on the last episode, but I, I don't remember. Are you a fan, or have you ever seen Twin Peaks? No, uh, no, no. Oh, see now that, that there's a girl, Laura. It's all centered around basically who killed Laura Palmer. And there's this chick, Laura, and uh, it's a very weird show and it's a weird movie. And, and I do believe she's playing the Scarlet Whore. And she goes herself and says, "Sometimes my arms bend back." Just a weird fucking quote. And if you were to take Venus. And Mars, and think of them as a head in a stick figure. This is what you're seeing. Ah, yes. <laughs> and this, in magic, if you're doing the hexagram ritual, can be the sign of Apophis and Typhon, which is kind of like the rising beast. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, just, it's just a wild, bugged yeah. out thing. That, yeah, yeah. yeah, they, they, the, those two signs are like they're polar in a way, but that, that's because it's like the mas masculine and feminine aspects. But it's funny because you'll hear stories that Venus is also like the feminine version of war. It's just that like Mars will be the one in war where he's like gung ho, like guns are blazing, like I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go in there and just fuck it all up, right? Venus's version of war is very strict, like like very planned, very plan based. You know, like they're like they're gonna trap you. They're gonna trap you like that. Yeah, it's a different version of war. Yeah, and so um yeah, so I talked about the best dress. Oh, so here anyway. So the other one that I have is Oh, this and that, that Empress right card too that you yeah. had up before, yeah. that's like the third card in the yeah. tarot. I think that's like that's really the the first I think card that you might have that's really actually like feminine like that's the top of all f feminine like uh, stuff pretty much out of the major uh, major arc yeah at the beginning of it yeah the beginning yeah, she's of like the I, I would say like I think the head like bitch of all of them. royalty yeah like the beginning of the feminine royalty yeah yeah because I think so, you have the fool and the funny, magician I was and talking her. about. Yeah, and then what is it? The high priestess. Yeah. yeah, that I think that's number two. Yeah, so that's another. That's the that's like uh, we'll talk about that one. Uh, I have the moon for that one, but uh, anyway, so here, 
I have the lovers. And so think about it. Making love, that's like sex, right? Uh-huh. And then look, it's number six. I keep talking about six uh, with this one. Like how my great-grandpa Sixto and Ven comes and then all the hot chicks are born on like something. It's like six. And then when I first saw this card, what stuck out to me personally was the hair, how there's green in the hair. So I feel that like a version of like the Empress, what like this is kind of like an angelic version of the Empress because it's like the angel in the background and then it has the tie to the green with the hair. And then so I think about and then it's it's like a like a trinity, but of a it's like a weird trinity. You know what I mean? And so this is the lovers, I think, and then so love and beauty. So this one's also uh another another version of Venus. I think it's kind of like when it goes to like it's some kind of guardian angel or some kind of angelic watcher type of a one. The the lover's card that I have, um, and this is just my take on that, I think it's kind of showing you like the streams crossing maybe when they shouldn't be because it's, I guess, depending, coming down the tree. Um, The one that I have, it kind of shows like a, a... the female looks like she's like chained to a rock and like the male is like coming to save her from like some serpent coming out of the water. And I even like thought like, is that like playing the whole damsel in distress? Come save me. Oh yeah. Come save me. You know, some beautiful yes. woman that needs my help. I'm going to come yes. save you. Have to, you have to rescue and, yeah. and be the valiant and be the valiant rescue hero. So like, I think that's again, showing me the come here. Yes. You're not supposed to, but come over here and this is how I'm tricking you into doing it. Yes. So yeah, different powers and a different call. You know what I mean? Like a yeah. and then uh lure. So here again with the loo, right? To lure someone and then how the virgin of war for Venus is like you're gonna bait and trap them, you're gonna lure them in there, and then they're gonna be then they'll be stuck, you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, I think that's pretty much all right, let me see what I have. Pretty much what I got for uh Sounds for good. Venus. Yeah. I'll pull up my real quick, go through this, and then we'll head on to the next one. So yeah, this one, uh yeah, Venus. Oh, it's up on the screen already. <coughs> Numbers uh seven, which is where it does fall uh the seventh sphere on the tree of life, Netsock, forty nine, three four three, and seven seven seven. Um, color green or pink. Uh, rules Taurus or Libra. Um, something I did want to mention also earlier is that when you were talking about pink in the Kabbalah, there's certain uh, there's king scales. I think the king colored scale for the sun. Or I'm not. No, I think that's probably gold. I think salmon or you know like a pinkish color is actually associated with the moon too. Oh. Not the moon, the sun. So I find it interesting yeah. that they do are kind of sharing a color that isn't yeah. that isn't yeah. their major one. You know what I'm saying? How like Venus yeah. we would go with green and the sun we would automatically go with gold, but they do I think kind of share pink. Yeah, that's even cool. though it's I, not I, I the main color you'd associate with it. I didn't even know these were these were in sync like that. That's, see, that's how they're cool. How how they they tie in there. I didn't even know it. You know what I mean? That's so cool. Sometimes I think, like, this is what I think. This is just me. I think, like, the green or the gold is, like, the original vibration. And as you start to change vibrations and move on to the next one, the color changes. So that's why you will see a change. Like, I think the spheres all have four colors associated with them. So I Mm. think that's, like, the changing they go through before they go to the next. 
Yeah, it's almost like kind of like I think the change of like uh, once your vibration rate has changed so much, you're kind of like now you're just something else. You're not even what you were. Yeah. So that's how like you kind of bounce around the tree, something like that. Yeah, hence like the springboard, like the springboard thing, because it's like a transition. Yeah, again, like yes, yes, up. exactly. Yeah, like if you can't get through the springboard, it's like how are you going to really transition around? Yeah, like on the tree of life, if you look at like there's a sphere and then there's a line going to like whatever sphere, like to me, that would be like that's the color. And then in between that line, you're changing whatever frequencies to get to the next one. And there's going to be a color change within there. You know, so like I, I do think like a lot of that, uh, that's my take on it. Whatever. Yeah. Um, the day of the week is Friday. Element is Earth. The direction is center. Uh, concepts: attraction, art, beauty, culture, emotions, fertility, grace, inspiration, jealousy, love, passion, pleasure, self-confidence, sensuality, sexuality, and social ability. Um, tools: the belt, the girdle, the harp, and the necklace. Deities, Aphrodite, Astarte, Hathor, Inanna, Ishtar, Lucifer, or Venus. The archangel is Uriel. Here is the sigil for Venus. And it's a seven by seven square because it's the seventh sphere on the tree of life. There's the seal of Venus that is the intelligence and that is the spirit. Archangel Uriel, Uriel, also known as Uriel or Uriel, is the archangel of Venus and of Earth and of peace and salvation. His name means light of God, and he is often depicted with a flame or lamp in his hands. Uriel embodies the power of light as illumination and spiritual passion. Uriel is associated with magical power and the application of force. As such, he is the angel to help cause a positive breaking of bonds when needed in overcoming inertia, being able to go with the flow of the winds of change. He is also the patron of astrology and has been linked strongly with electricity. I think mm -hmm. that's what magic's all about. Uh, Uriel yeah. is credited with being the angel who gave alchemy and the Kabbalah to man. Uriel was the angel who helped inspire Abraham, Abraham to lead the Jews out of Ur. As one of the most powerful archangels, Uriel is said to be the bearer of the keys to hell, standing as guardian to that eternal realm. Uriel is usually seen standing about three meters tall with a beautiful face. He wears an emerald green robe and carries a copper lamp in his hand. Damn. That's crazy. That the keys <laughs> to hell. The keys to hell. And then we're talking about I don't I'm saying it's the heart. You know what I mean? Because without that one, like and so I think. Well, those are the see, keys. that could be like again, like that be he could have the keys to hell because that's where the vice is gonna take you. You're like, you don't know, like sometimes I think like you, uh, you gotta look at how you know. That's what yeah. I that's what I'm can like kind of thinking with that. And uh Fuck, there was something I was going to say. Oh, I can't remember now. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> something I was going to well, say about um, something with, I read. Uh, with the winds of change, you know, with Lucifer, I thought, you know, how there's a prince power of air thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then um, and then that – with Uriel, right, I think of – like I always just kind of think about the base of the word. So you're, right? So it's not me. It's you're. It's like it's always – you're always doing this. Like it's not me. It's you're. And then so with you're me, the problem. You're the problem. Yeah, it's like it's like the it's like you're you're like an automatic mirror, right? And um, and I guess like when I've when I've tried to learn about myself and like my name, like I'm like, well, what's Lou? Like, what's a Lou, right? Because 
that like if if we're all like plants and creatures like i'm a loo I'm, if i was a plant i'm a loo plant you know what i mean and so i'm like well what is it and so you've heard the phrase like in lieu of right that means like in replacing in turn right and then the grass is greener on the other side it's kind of like you're always flipping around and then that's the same thing with your you're always it's not me it's your no matter where it is it's right back at you so there's something with the power of that it's like a mirroring a mirroring power that you're always giving it back you know that's something of of like i guess how the heart works too it's like a um, it does something like that. Yeah. It's always, it's always giving it back out and it's always, yeah, see, it's like a weird, it's like a weird mirror. Because uh, in the movie mother X with an exclamation point, I bring it up all the time. Uh, I think it's a great uh, movie to show. Like, I think it's very occult to me. It's very, you know, Gnostic or Kabbalistic. Uh, there's a lot of occultism. And at the end, when she is done being the Scarlet whore and just fucking ruining everything, and everything's been burnt and down, burnt down to the ground in ashes. And he's fucking, you know, uh, the main character is holding her and walking with her. Uh, he's like, well, I need to create again. And she's like, I've got nothing left. The only thing I've got left is love. And he's mm -hmm. like, well, I need that. You're going to have to give that to me so I can create again. And he takes uh -huh. it from her. And then the whole movie like, looks like it starts up again. But now he wakes up the next morning with a different chick in the bed. Looks like it, the whole scene starting all over again. <laughs> nice. So, oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah. So that's uh, yeah, that's Venus. It's, and it's weird because like with the whole Lucifer thing, you know, it's like um, I've heard before that like Lucifer like holds the amnesia of here, you know, in a way. And then so that's why people there's like the forgetting, and that's why here we're like we're trying to remember like who we are and like. Uh, Oh yeah, it, like, it captivates you so well. You forget who you were. You get yeah. you fall so in love with this world. You forget where you came from. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's why I be oh, tripping by, out. Oh, that I'm looks like, so nice. That looks so nice. Regardless yeah. if it's a male or female, anything. Now, just objects look uh, look beautiful and enticing, and people yeah. lust over. It doesn't even have to be a human. <laughs> yeah, you, you just get wrapped up in it, yeah. and then that's why I be tripping out here because I guess now I've learned to like. You know, like, I, I, well, I just never really resonated with her that much. Like, that's why I always kind of felt weird. But it's just a trip now that I'm kind of out there like that. And I see everyone just so wrapped up in the minuscule. I'm like, oh, my God. It's like a a, a type of like, I don't know, like a, like a type of freaking hypnosis or like a spell or something like that. And, um, yeah, so it has like those kind of powers as well, for sure. And uh, so with that forgetting, it's like you want to know thyself. And then I think once you start getting into like those things of digging inside like that, that's when the occult, uh, will start to make itself out to you, you know, like you'll end yeah. up, that world will start coming out at you. And then, and well, then, like uh, that old yeah. saying, what is it? When the student seeks, the teacher will appear. Exactly. Thank I mean, you. I think that yeah, happens, yeah. honestly. I mean, yeah, it could come uh, with a book or a video so like, or something. It doesn't have to be a specific person. But I think if you're open and you start questioning, it'll just start coming to you. Yeah, like I feel that something about like Lucifer is because uh, it's very it's a very polarizing subject. And uh, because of with the amnesia thing and God knows all the other stuff it's tied with for sure, uh, the shadow aspects. And um, But I think there's also the thing of when you want to try to remember these occult 
topics are going to end up coming back into your life. And then that's like a sign that you're working with that energy. Oh, you know what was weird? Yeah. When we covered uh, the Kabbalah, it might have been in episode three. I think we even got into a thing where uh, Lux was like even showing you how I think like the light reflect. The way light goes into your eyes and all that shit, if you look at it, it almost looks like the Lucifer sigil as well. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, because like, well, point. I think I mean, what we were getting at is is that is that what we were getting at is that Lucifer is like the deceiver of your vision. You know, like it's mm, it's a, yeah. it all is about just mind fucking you with visually. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, when I when I was starting to get into the whole concepts of like uh, of like oneness and like there's no separation and all that stuff, that was something that I made. I was making it very adamant uh, to myself to not trip off the things with your eyes. You know what I mean? I was like, like I was trying to, I was trying to teach myself that, that this shit with my eyes, it, it doesn't really mean shit. I, I had to try to get over that before in order to, in order to kind of get my sight back as best I could. And then that your thoughts aren't what your eyes see. It's like, it's like the mind behind the thoughts. It's like the mind behind the eyes. It's behind the eyes where, where you can get like your real observation. Cause if you try to observe from right up in here, it's like you're going to be caught up in nothing but pure 3D, like pure 3D. You know what I mean? And I don't want to be like in pure 3D. <laughs> I want to embrace the 3D, but not be like just completely involved in 3D where like how before I was giving all my time to like things like football and like sports betting and all these things like fantasy football. And it's like it can be fun and all, but then the way that I was doing it, it was just so – extreme where you could tell that i'm a product of here and then so um, i had to learn to just kind of try to undo that to undo my eyeballs and then um yeah so i guess that's tied to that for sure mm, i was uh <clears throat> this will be a good way to segue into mercury i guess um before when i was talking about hathor i even like i was saying uh how i think that lucifer can also be like um you know the uh, mind fucking you you know, visually. Mm -hmm. Then I also think, uh, you know, sound that come al comes along with that too, which I mean, it's all the same thing, light and sound. Um, yeah. That's why she has the sistrum because it makes sound. And then she has the mirror to show you that, um, you know, the beauty of vision. But What's the sistrum? Can I ask? The sistrum, it is like, uh, fuck, it almost looks like an ankh, but in the middle of it, there are like uh, these like little poles and they kind of have stuff like you can make your own like with bottle caps, believe it or not. I think you could take like uh, bottle caps and metal bottle caps from like soda. I've seen people make their own yeah. and put them on there and you basically shake it. It's like a fucking baby rattle almost literally. Uh -huh. It goes yeah. like that. So, oh, okay. So, so now, now like, yeah, you, on the bottom of the tree, you have Venus right across from Mercury. So now if you take sound and you start taking that towards to Mercury, what is Mercury known for? Speech, language, names, the uh, you know, writing, speech, name, you know, that's all sound. If if I didn't you didn't have a name to call, how could I get your attention? You have a name and I will say Louie and that is sound and you will turn your head. Yes. Yeah, you know, yeah, so like in the in the very first thing I was gonna mention about that is like with Mercury, I think of like the master of tones and communication. Mm. Yeah, so communication. The yeah. Tones and how you vibrate the tones. That's there's your communication. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, 
So I guess we're going to talk about Lucifer then because we kind of were already here. And so what I was going to talk about is, um, and then you mentioned how in the tree, they're like right after another. Yeah, they're right next to Pretty each other. Pretty much the image the that I have, right, like, like the image that I have in my head is like the torch. So it's like, imagine if like, here's like the torch, like the feminine part, like right here is where the, the, the masculine, and it's going to end on, it's going to end on Mercury. So what I was going to say is my point uh, is that I think that the feminine aspect of Lucifer is Venus. And then I think the masculine part of, of this, of him is, is Mercury. And then, that's where the communication and that's why you've heard like things about how Lucifer is tied to like AI because when it gets masculine and then that's where all this communication comes from. Electricity. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then so I think like a shadow, the shadow version of Lucifer is like the bad AI, like the AI that is like out on its own. Like, and then the, it, and it's, um, and it's tricky. It's uh, trickery. And then, speaking of trickery with Mercury, I think mm -hmm. of, of Loki, mm -hmm. the trickster god. And then, so even Loki, it kind of sounds similar to to Luchi or Luke. It's like it's also kind of similar with the L, like too. And um, but it's the masculine version, and so it ends with that. So in I think in terms of like the Lucifer story, it started with the pride of the prettiest and all that other kind of shit. And then now, what we're seeing more now is the after effects of when it went to mercury and then that's why all this technology is fucking uh the way it is and there's a lot of confusion with that and uh so it's 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 pretty it's it's interesting in that way um yeah and so yeah with with lucifer i think that's just kind of what happened that's like it's masculine part playing out and i think even with like the whole stuff of like doth and all that i think with that mercury archetype i think all that shit started good and then somehow later on it turned like then it got to really deceiving i i, I heard these things about how those ended up having a deceiving nature as well so it's like it's it's yes. a little it's like both and he's then, even associated uh, with that's when magic it huh yeah because he and uh like, if um, i remember correctly i think even though isis brought osiris back it was toth's magical spell that he gave her that did it he wrote he wrote mm -hmm. the the ritual for yeah. her to bring him back. And then, you okay. know it's you know it's yeah. funny how we were talking about before about how I think certain areas are getting like the tree is actually like certain things are getting pulled to the side where they shouldn't belong. Now you're saying like Mercury, it's masculine, right? But yet it's on the left pillar, which is the feminine pillar. I don't think it's supposed to be over there. I think that's showing you that mm -hmm. it's been pulled. Somewhere it's not supposed to be, just like the last fear was telling you, it's going to happen with sight and sound. <laughs> yeah, like um, I also think there's something like um, like and uh, even a, even a trans, believe it, a hermaphrodite is the. You're symbol. taking the words out of my mouth. I the hermaphrodite is the symbol for Mercury or the hode on the tree of life. Yeah, and dude, and then hence, like I think that's where like like uh, hermetic principles, like Herm, you know what I mean? Uh, it's funny because. Uh, there's something with Hermetic and then and with Lou that ties in. And then, um, yeah, like there's like a famous guy. Well, not like a ghetto celebrity famous guy. His name is called Herm Lou. And he's like, uh, and people around the Bay Area know him as like an old OG for helping unify a lot of like the gangs that were in the Bay Area or like in San Francisco and all the different gangs. He was like someone that was trying to unify and try to be like a peace 
person with all the different and uh and he was very like philosophical even though he was like in the hood and uh but there's something with that and like hermaphrodite and that's why i think that mercury is actually it's it's like both like and 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 how it's like tied to angel uh because mercury was the messenger right so like even here it's like you'll see that this guy kind of has like a mercury vibe and he has the little wings right there and then so he can like fly around he can go from from the spirit world to the physical and be like the bridge just how like an angel is like the bridge and angels angel is a is a name for a boy or a girl you know it happens to be my uh my middle name you know oh, what okay. i mean and then so yeah and then so uh in terms of my middle name i've tied it to mercury like i've learned i've had my relationship with mercury like that or something you know what i mean like i i've I've learned about it, especially like in writing, I guess, like I've, I, I could feel it. And, uh, yeah. So there's something for sure, like hermaphroditic about, yeah. about that whole thing. Uh, it's like the conversion because we know that Venus is feminine. And then once you convert it and you light up, like you light the torch, like you, like you finally bear the children and you shot the children out. That was like the beginning of the, of the, of the angel where the angel could be both like either or. Yeah. Because, we started masculine, you know, we started Mars masculine, Jupiter masculine, sun masculine, and then we got, and now feminine, this was kind of neutral, and then it's going to go feminine, you know, it's like the feminine side, once you get to the higher, to the higher chakras, and then um, it's like with, with Mercury, like how it's trickster God, I think of like straight up luck, like just the general word of luck, because you can have good luck, you can have bad luck, right, like roller coaster luck, uh, with Venus, I didn't mention, but I think of more like fortune, like mm. luck is tied to fortune. Like, it's well, the fortune. wheel of fortune card does go up a little bit higher on that tree. Jupiter is above Venus on the tree, so I mean, it does. Oh, see, tied to that, <laughs> a yeah. lower arc of it. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, we had we had mentioned that Jupiter, in terms of the luck, it's the good luck. And then with Venus, I think it's more like fortune, like uh, Lady Luck or like Lady Fortune. There's like a a a, de a, a goddess like that. Uh, they, I guess they call her for Fortuna, but it's like, but it's basically Lady Luck. That's Lady Luck. I wonder if that's, that's where they got the fortune, fortune from. Yeah. And then <laughs> with Mercury, though, on the other hand, that's the one where it could be more, more sketch because it's it could be good luck or bad luck. You could either have a good run at the poker room or a bad run at the poker room, or or a roller or a roller coaster ride. It's the epitome of a roller coaster ride because it's 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 like kind of like a hermaphrodite in terms of that in terms of that luck. I know? even I you know before when you mentioned Hermes and I, you mentioned Hermetic. Yeah, one I think that. Uh, Hermetic, uh, that's a word in itself. I mean, like the Kabbalah that I talk about is the Hermetic Kabbalah. People can take that so many ways of saying sealed. I think, you know, I also like to bring up the fact that if you think of a Hermetic engine, it literally has a dome on top of it. Now, I do believe in the dome theory, so maybe that's how I also think Hermetic might also fall into that. But I also think that like um, Hermes or like the Hermetic thing, over in Mercury where it shows or hode when it uses the trans, uh, the, I'm sorry, the hermaphrodite. I think that might also be showing uh, both sexes coming together, both sexes also being put into form in a sense of like, technically we're kind of hermetically sealed ourselves, aren't we? I mean, we're, I'm not pouring out yeah. anywhere unless I piss a shit. You know, you know what I'm saying? Nothing's coming out. 
You know, have both sexes yeah, now yeah. been sealed? How are they both in the flesh now? You know, because yeah. then after you I come down like the, the tree, principle of gender. The, that, yeah, and yes, that too. I also think the idea of gender or the construction of gender even happens there. I do think that as well. And then coming down uh, the rest of the tree, uh, uh, the only the only place you got left now after that is the moon, and that goes along with birth, and then Earth. So like it kind of really just fits dude, that whole thing. And that's fun. Oh, that's crazy that you're saying that because that's exactly where I was going next as like my main one because I think I said it in the first. Yeah, I think in the in, in our prior one that in my opinion the moon is actually the last one because I think the final one of the crown it's actually like it doesn't count almost like it's like a, I, I consider it more like a barometer. So it's almost like it's it's there to like culminate all of them. It's like a little bit separate than and than than the other main ones. And uh, so that's funny that you said that just the moons left because that's how I feel about it too. You know what I mean in terms of like the the main ones. Yeah, mm. the other ones more like a barometer or something. Yeah. Yes, like uh, with Mercury in Spanish, in Spanish you say miércoles, right for Wednesday. So mierc sounds like merc, Mercury mierc. Right, so there's the base word again. So it, the base words just keep showing you a lot of stuff, or 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 it could be like anagrams. You know how Earth and heart, you know what I mean, are anagrams. And so I learned a lot from breaking it down like that, just with anagrams or like the base of the word. I just try to just just kind of dive in them or like dissect them a little bit, and the shit keeps on coming tried and true. You know, it keeps a. Uh, it's like. Uh, I mean, it shows you it shows you a bit of magic right there. Like, yes, our language could be used to fuck you up. You know how mm -hmm. people make each other say good morning. Like, why am I mourning something like as if I'm in a death cult? Like, I don't need to mourn anything. I didn't lose it. I didn't lose anything. Right. <laughs> but at the same time, there's like a magic to it. You know, at the same time, like I've learned that. Uh, that you can really learn from it too once you just kind of dissect it and, and even add colors and stuff into it. This shit works pretty cool. Yeah, yeah no. So let's see. Aluminum. Aluminum's the metal, right? So for this, I get like, I don't know, even though uh, Wolverine's thing ain't made out of met, uh, aluminum, but I think, I just think of like aluminum, like how shiny it is and how crispy it is. And it's like, it's like very, very sharp. You know what I mean? And so that's why Mercury is like sharp and swift and cunning. That's mm. how you said like sharp with the tongue. tongue. That's like like the merchants. Like, yeah, like that's why the merchant stuff goes for Mercury because that, that guy selling or like it'll be like a maybe like a car salesman or, you know, like someone who can like bam, 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 bam. And you're talking to three people at once and making making deals and 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 you know what I mean? The whole thing. And that's kind of like a it's like it's like the mouthpiece like that, like the gift of gab, you know, so that's why. Uh, Mercury is like the master of like tones and communication because you can use your tones to express hella stuff. And then if you can convince people through your tones, that's a part of magic right there is convincing them <laughs> through your tones. Yeah. They're like, oh, I, like, like they could just feel something in you. And, um, you know, it's funny. Me and Lux have even mentioned this and uh, we covered it, I think, in our uh, Quetzalcoatl series because he had to do it with QAnon and we just happened to, I was like, how the fuck have I never noticed that before? Um, I, I don't know. Have you ever heard of X-22? No. He's like, it's, oh God, he's been around, I think, probably even before Trump was, like, even big. But he has always been, like, pushing that whole Patriots are in control. And, like, well, as soon as QAnon came out, like, he was fucking all over that shit. 
And this guy, I mean, he's just been around for a while. Nobody even knows who the fuck he is. He never showed himself or nothing. He just puts out, like, these videos with, like, a logo. And, like, he makes mad fucking money. Like, and his logo is legit. The seal for Mercury. <sighs> he just yeah. made it look fucking fancy. He's got the X, you know, and then he uses the twos instead of the fucking Ooh. two circles on each side. And there's, like, even a... In the sigil, like if I show the sigil later, I, I might, I might have that one. I can go over a little bit, but like legit, his logo is literally the fucking Mercury thing, and I'm like, this is how this guy has been doing this for so long because he's a fucking salesman. He's <laughs> selling you a bunch of fucking bullshit, and you're all eating it up. Yes, and and I, I'm I'm assuming because I don't know per se, but I'm assuming they're uh, he's masterful at it because that's oh, why. He, yeah. He's duping, that's why he's duping so many folks, you know? <laughs> you know, and he's very monotone, too. It is so fucking weird. Like, because you even mentioned tone. I was like, holy fuck. Like, he, that guy, I could never, even when I was into QAnon, I couldn't listen to him. Because I was just like, yo, this guy is too cute, too monotone. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they use that. And they use that, you know, just how uh, that tone shit hella matters, man. Because, uh, like, uh, like even shamans will use tones to get into these realms of trance, like whether they make music or they make their own tones in their own mouth. You know what I mean? Like they, they'll use these, these techniques and they can go to lands with that. You know what I mean? And, um, yeah, it's like, I think of like the whole, you know, the angel thing, right? How you're, you're able to bridge the gap between spiritual, spiritual realms and physical realms or, there's the hermetic axiom of like as above, so below, right? I kind of also think about kind of that one too, like kind of tied to that one. And then with this one here, the magician, I think a bit about Mercury. It's like how you were saying how uh, Doth was like like the the magic one, you know, like into the the uh, the one for bringing magic. And then here with his wand, he's bringing the stuff from up in the cosmos or from the spirit realm down down to earth to physicality and then so it's again it's like that bridging the gap so it's like angel like it's angelic ties to bridging to bridging like how an angel will bridge you know uh between god and us per se you know like in a story you know even in the way that that card well oh i could be looking at it the wrong way i even think like the whole interesting thing the way the arms are going i remember before how i was saying i think things crossed maybe that's even showing you we're crossing back the right way now who knows oh yeah yeah because yeah. i'm sure if, if he's if he's going down then he has to also be going up yeah. right at some point you know what i mean and then he has all his stuff he has all his tools out on the table you know like all the main uh element tools you know what i mean of the you know he has the cup the pentacles which is like you know like the water the earth like he has all the different elements going there with them you know and then we're talking about like swift and cunning you know what i mean and then um i think about like so like this is like a little pocket knife right but i like this color because i think about i think about mercury you know what i mean and then it's like it's very swift you know what i mean it'll it's <laughs> swift it'll cut you It'll cut through the air really good, just how a mouthpiece would, you know, like a good salesman. It has the same, it has the same principles of that. Yeah. You so. know what's, you know what's funny as we're as we're talking about this, not to interrupt you, but like when I was covering, again, Michael Myers and Freddie, um, I was considering then the Beast, which was kind of up by Jupiter or Chokma, but associated with Janus. 
Janus is like the high arc of Mercury. Mercury mm-hmm. is more of like the lower level or mundane version of Janus. And associated with Janus is a sword or a cross. And there was a time in, uh, in and I think it falls on line 17, to be even funnier, in 777, all this stuff for Janus. Um, when in, It was uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. There was a part where the girl is looking for Freddy, and she goes downstairs, and there is a knife on a blanket, and she turns the blanket over, and there's a cross sitting there. So I even think neither the knife, like you're showing, or Michael Myers' knife, or Freddy's blades, all representing that same thing. Uh, Now it's on a lower arc. The sword that's associated with Janice is now on a lower arc, and you got fucking Michael Myers now using a knife. It's not a sword anymore. And you got Freddy using fucking blades on his hand. Not a sword anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah, you get, you get and, and there's the swiftness because either way you're swift. And, and what are they both doing? Chasing a chick around constantly. Uh huh. Michael Myers is trying to kill his sister, <laughs> and Freddy's chasing that fucking bitch around. Right. Because his mother killed him originally when he was a fucking person. Man. The queen killed the king, and now the prince is trying to kill the princess. <laughs> oh man! Hell yeah, dude! It's like, like uh. In terms of like the chakra, it's like the only one that's actually like open, open, like on its own is or like exposed open is right here in the throat and then this uh, third eye in, in between the brows. And it's it's funny because it's like that's why you got to really uh, like uh, well, you have to be conscientious of yourself, of your of the that it's open. So you have to like kind of know how to like take care of yourself to yes. protect yourself. And it, it's funny because. The heart should be open, but that's why I kind of broke down the heart earlier of like how it has this one, the courtyard, and then it's this is where the closed offness is. Like there, there, there's a closure here, you know. And then once you break up, then you have the pink, and that's when it's open. So that one kind of has like a trick of you have to go through, you have to find out how to get your harmony. There's like a yes. there's like a trick to that. You have to find yes. out how you work to find your harmony. But uh, but pretty much this one is the one that's open. So it's like it's exposed to hella much. So you got to like, uh, kind of like protect yourself and you'll know people will know when that one is being compromised because you just feel like you might feel like you can't even talk good or maybe like you'll be hella stuttering and you can't get your words out or your voice will be kind of weird and cracked or you, you know what I mean? And so that's, that's definitely tied to that. You know, they're like the only open ones. You reminded me of, uh, you reminded me of something I wanted to say before and I forgot. Now you reminded me again cause you brought up the, uh, the throat chakra. I'm trying to find this uh, guy's name. I think it might be Mark uh, Stavish. He wrote a book. It might be, be like called uh, Between the Gates or something like that, or Beyond the Gates. And uh, it was kind of, or I might be completely wrong. <laughs> but yeah, uh, let me see. Uh, Between the Gates, yes. Lucid Dreaming and Astral Projection by uh, Mark Stavish. I uh, read that a while ago, and in there, in that book, he does go on and mention uh, there are, like, certain practices and things that you'll, like, start doing. A lot of it's visualizing or humming or, like, it's all, you know, things to do with your chakras, too. He starts getting into that. And there is a part in that book, and it's not, like, too far in either, where he does bring up and wants you and, like, gives you a thing to practice on your throat chakra, on your throat, throat chakra 
because he even makes the he even says himself it is the bridge between the heart and the third eye chakra you need to make sure that one is functioning properly or those two won't and he stresses that and throat even look chakra at our body. dude even even look how our body is shaped think about it this is like this looks hella weird compared to the rest like here i have a structure here i have a structure but this is just like a little funnel you know what i mean so it's like a bridging funnel to the you know what i mean and then it's like a we're like how are we talking right think about it we're vibrating we're vibrating these words out and then so it's like the tone of the vibration that's where that's where you get all that masterfulness of like the tone is like the way you vibrate maybe that's you know? where you get the pink from vibration <laughs> this is where the pink color yeah. comes from the vibrating pink vocal cords you got down there <laughs> <laughs> yeah see and yeah so and then that's where yeah that's pretty fundamental for that you know what I mean? So it's all about, and it's uh, it has the potential to be super quick. You know, because when you vibrate, you might not even be able to tell, but it's vibrating so fast that you can't even tell that it's vibrating. And so that's why Mercury could be like the fastest one. You know what I mean? Like uh, if it was a foot race, you know, if it was a foot race, like Mercury is straight up winning, winning the foot race. Because like, look, like he has like wings, like just how freaking Hermes will have wings on his on his feet. You know what I mean? He's like, pew, like out. He's out with a hurry. You know what I mean? Like, the, he'll, he'll be the fastest one. You, you know, know what I think is interesting about Mercury? And uh, this is, like, getting into, like, the metal part. I mean, except for gold on that tree, I really don't know any other metal besides Mercury that is technically a f in liquid form. I mean, you can get gold at, like, 24 carat, you know, it'll be, like, you know, liquid. But Mercury is it's almost like... I Kind of like both, if you really think about it. Yeah. Well, right now what comes to mind is I think about that old, uh, I forgot which, if it was Terminator 2 or 3, but remember when he was a police officer and then that guy was turning into like this silvery looking liquid plasma shit. Yes. And then he could turn back to himself and he was like a mixture of both. That's kind of what I think of. It's like it could be hard, like super hard, but at the same time it could like break down to like a liquid. Yeah. You know what I mean? It it's has like almost potential. like an alchemist right there, which I would consider a magician yeah. being an alchemist. Too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, this is straight up right there too. This is the beginning, the beginning of the alchemy. Yeah, you know I even I mean? think that infinity yeah. thing above his head could even be shown as hemi sinking. To be totally honest. Oh with you. yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, th this is like the like the more like the initiatory process of the alchemy when you have all your setup because you have to be all set up first before you kind of start diving into stuff like temperance with temperance you had have already been doing shit you know what i mean so that that magician one is like the uh yeah like the like the initiatory for the alchemy yeah for sure nice. yeah man you got anything that else might, you want to cover i think that might be it i think that's kind of pretty much what i yeah pretty much threw it out there all right let me just uh, check this real quick and then we'll finish it off all right mercury Numbers for that, since it's the eighth sphere on the tree of life. Eight, 64, 88, and 888. Crazy eights. <clears throat> uh, color, orange or light blue. Um, and see, even Janus is associated with, like, soft blue. Um, rules, Gemini or Virgo. Metal, Mercury or aluminum. Day of the week, Wednesday, element air, direction east. Concepts, business, communication, deception, flexibility, 
There we go. You're just talking about that guy, pretty much the T, whatever it was, T2000 at that point, maybe. Yeah. He was pretty flexible, right? <laughs> uh, uh, healing, hyperactivity, insight, magic, memory, music, poetry, protection, psychopomp, science, speed, theft, travel, and trickery, tools, uh, aprons, words, and caduceus, deities, Hermes, Mercury, Naboo, Toth, and now, see, this one has the Archangel Raphael. Yeah. Um, I guess I would go with because of the Caduceus. Uh, and here is the, uh, it's an 8 by 8 square for uh, yeah, the sigil of Mercury. See, here is the X, 2, 2. <laughs> and then, and then uh, the, uh, the Jupiter version, uh, which is, you know, a higher arc of this, has symbols on the top and bottom that looks just like the dude's fucking logo. It's insane. Archangel Raphael. Raphael means healer of God, and he is uh, Archangel charged with healing mankind and the earth. He's the Archangel of Mercury and the air. He is the patron of travelers, often being depicted with a pilgrim staff, and he protects those on journeys, especially air travel. As well as... See, now this even... This makes me think, like you were saying before, if he could be possibly the male energy... Now is this the Prince of Air? You know, oh yeah. As well as because I would say the Prince falls on hold as well. So as as well as protecting travelers, Raphael's special uh, charges are the young and innocent. Raphael is the archangel of knowledge and communication, and we may be called to help with any related areas, such as improving your memory, learning languages, exams. Dealing with bureaucracy and business matters. Yeah. Raphael was the angel who gave King Solomon the ring inscribed with the, with the pentagram that enabled him to bind demons and force them to build his temple. He was said to have healed the earth uh, after the flood and also visited Noah after the flood to give him a book of medicine, which had belonged to the angel Raziel. Raphael is usually seen standing about three meters tall with a beautiful face. Wears an orange robe and sandals and may bear a caduceus in his right hand. So yeah, that's what I had for reference. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Freaking um when I I I didn't know memory was tied to it, right? When you when I show when I saw that and um how earlier I was saying that like Lucifer has like a thing for like holding the the forgetting or like the amnesia. And then that starts in the feminine, right? He, st he started in the feminine and then went to masculine. And then... Well, you so know, holding, on to, false, holding on to memory. false energy, uh, memories could fuck you up as well. They're not yeah. going to be authentic or real anymore. They're really just false representations of what the truth was that you may have misunderstood to begin with. So now you're just believing more and more fucked up shit. You know what I'm saying? If you're holding on to be, memories and tormented with it. It could be trickery. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like a, That's like what I was trying to get style. at. Like trickery. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then, um, and then when I see the glyph, you know what I mean? Like how it looks like, um, it looks similar to like to Venus in a way, but the difference is, is it has like that little kind of U on the top of the head. So those kind of look like almost like the horns of like Loki as well. Like that's kind of what I think about. Like it reminds me of Loki too when I see those little horns as the difference. Yeah. So I, I didn't know that it was tied to memory like that. And then with the whole air thing, that's why it cuts. Like, it has the ability to cut through the air, like, really good. Yes. You know what I mean? 
with the light with the light blue because it's funny too because i don't know that might be like my favorite color like i don't know like light blue something about that is like probably just in general like my favorite color but uh yeah right on bro freaking it's yeah, that good, was good. Shit. fuck yeah man yeah that was good thank you uh <clears throat> yeah so we will finish up uh the rest of it in part three and we'll also uh He's got a whole bunch of other stuff, and I'll bring some stuff to the table, too, that we're going to wrap up in uh, episode three. Definitely yeah. be worth a listen if you enjoyed the first two. Thank you very much for listening. If you didn't enjoy it, oh, well, I'm sorry. I did. Um, but thanks for listening anyway, if you still listen. <laughs> but uh, I hope everybody enjoyed it. I did. I thought these were actually really great discussions and talks and just uh, flowed fucking amazing, dude. So thank you again for coming. Yeah, on. right on, man. It was, okay. Yeah, it's I like having the little synchronicities of how yeah. just shit you didn't know uh, ends up tying around really good, and then so. Well, I think it's great how like you'll be have yeah you have your way of that like you're not into the Kabbalah, but then yet we'll both have we'll both like yeah, bounce off just, of each other and be like holy shit like okay like I see yeah. what you're saying and we're speaking different languages really. Yeah, and then that's how you know you're onto it. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yes, like exactly. You know, just how like. I, I didn't know that Mars and Venus are are separate like that. How I talk about how like the masculine and the feminine, like they're like the polarized aspects of the planets in terms of the gender. And then I didn't know how, uh, like how I talk about how Venus transitions into Mercury. It's very significant that transition. And then how you talk about how that's in the tree. And then so it's like I think about like the torch. Mm. You know what I mean? And so it's like it's is it's pretty cool, man. And then so oh, it kind of makes you. It, yeah, you know what I meant to mention before too when we talked about copper being uh, I mentioned copper was associated with Venus. Now yeah. copper, what makes it? It will turn green though, won't it? After a while. Yeah, right. And green goes with Venus. Right. Isn't that fucking weird? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I love it. It's like you get different like alchemy, like like physical property perspectives, alchemy perspectives. Like it's sick how. This like it's like it's a uh, it's no joke like it all ties into each other you know what I mean yeah mm -hmm. it's funny because like uh, I remember like right now when you said the word copper I'm like well what do I know about copper the only thing I re I remember about copper in my life is like when people first got pagers and beepers you know what I mean <laughs> mine was a copper <laughs> copper color that was my oh, first beeper <laughs> that's fucking old remember dude. that beepers and pagers <laughs> I remember that shit yeah I think I was like seventeen or eighteen when I had one fuck wow that's so long ago. <laughs> damn yeah man uh yeah so oh, let everybody know uh before we wrap this up let everybody know where they can find your stuff one more time please yeah right on so uh my podcast is uncanny mystic minds podcast um you can google it and you can pick whatever platform you like um i like spotify because uh you can see videos on it on the video mm -hmm. ones that i did make and um and also pretty much my ig is uncanny mystic minds my email is the same thing, uncannymysticminds at gmail. So if you want to, like, uh, talk about being a guest or if you want to just ask me anything in terms of, like, uh, like the kind of stuff that we talk about, you know, just shoot me a line and I'll be happy to talk to you as well. Nice. And I'll put all your links in the bottom as well. And, uh, Thanks, yeah, not a problem. Thank you. And the links for uh, everything that uh, the Spiritual Gangsters that I'm also on, the links will be, that, uh, be there in the link tree in the bottom for that. Uh, the occult rejects um, the YouTube uh, unfortunately we received the strike so I haven't gone live for a while that I'm assuming will be over by the time this airs but uh, yeah everything also check out Toramora everything uh, Lux Rising the NY Patriot show and the occult rejects all on that and I do want to uh, remind the listeners again we do have that element 
um, server. Uh, just like Discord, but better. Okay. Uh, yeah, and, I gotta uh, get on that. Yeah, because I was on the Discord and then and then whoop de whoop. Yeah, so, yeah, that so, came so, down. Yeah, so now uh, we've had that element you know, server. Element one, then yeah. Yeah, it's pretty Check cool. And the one thing I do like about it is that, like, on the computer, uh, I mean, you'll probably do it on your phone too. But on the computer, you don't even have to use the app. You could literally just do it from web based. So I don't oh, have to download cool. a program onto my computer. I could just go on the web and actually go and chat. Um, so yeah, check it out. It's really, you know, like I said, you don't even have to download it. You could just use the web base. I'm sure it will work on the phone too. If you did it the same way, I would think maybe not, but, uh, yeah, check that out. There's other shows in there. There's tons of channels. We do twin peaks, watch parties and stuff. So, uh, definitely check it out. The links in the bottom and, uh, thank you again, Louie, for real. That was a fun time. It was another banger of an episode and I definitely look forward to doing number three with you, my man. Thank you very much. And, uh, until the next one, everybody be well. Later.